The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Yes. Welcome to the five count. Here it is. Here we are. It's the greatest count in this area of the world. Here Ton is. As Ton always says, today is a good day for a good day. Yes. Love that. Love that stuff. Ton just came up with a new inspirational quote off air that I've never heard before ever. He said, live, laugh, love. Isn't that something? That is really something, yeah. He just came up with that, like, off the top of the dome. Right off the top. I was blown away. <laughs> That's going to be my new mantra. Is it really? You're going to get stickers everywhere? Vinyl stickers. Signs? Either it's going to be live, laugh, love, or... uh, Something else. Janet, Janet, Janet? Yeah, maybe that. Yes! Ass, gas, or grass. Yeah, nobody rides for free, Dust. Maybe that'll be it. Yes. Scrap that last one. I'm, I'm going with that. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, Ton, uh, we're back. Man, I'm so excited. Are you really? It's a big show tonight. Is it really? Well, you know, it's uh, bound to happen. This is episode number uh, 730 million. 730 million. We finally got an exciting program. Wow. For once. I'm excited for you. Me I mean, too. for us. For, for us. This for is us, buddy. You and us. me. You and me, pal. And uh, the gentle listeners. Together at last. Southern Minnesota and beyond. I got to say, I've been riding to work to and from every day on my one wheel, hoping to run into Nikki, and there is no Nikki in my life. I don't understand what's happening. Mm. Has she decided to not leave the house because she's worried? It's possible. I know a lot of married women who steer clear because they don't know what might happen. Stay they indoors. get too close. Yeah. It's a little rough, but... Be like, you know what? I've been happily married for 28 years, and then I spotted Ton out of the corner of my eye and just had to take a trip to Hickey Town. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't control myself. <laughs> Hickey Town? That's a real place or what? Wow. 
Oh, don't play coy. Oh, yeah, I'm the mayor of Hickey Town. Is that what we're saying here? Either that or you had wow. a, a real scrap with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had to take a trip to Hickey Town. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, Nikki, it's fine. Just go for a walk with your mans over there. And, you know, we'll all do high fives or whatever. Or nucks, whatever you're into. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that Nikki rhymes with hickey. <laughs> and nucks sounds like nips. And then who knows where things end up. Wow. Well, I'm not trying to do any of that business. I just want to say hello. You know what I mean? Like, Don, today sure. is a good day. For a good day. Yes, thank you so much. Listen, we've got a big-time uh, special guest on the program tonight. No way. Making uh, his second trip to the five count tonight, actor Richard Masser. Wow. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, man. You remember him. He was uh, the patriarch of the Davis family in the uh, films Mr. Boogity Mr. and Bride Boogity. of Boogity. Boogity. You remember? Yeah, dude. He was also in The Thing. Yes. That's... It, he was in the film It. Yeah. Remember his head was in the fridge? <laughs> you remember. <laughs> head in the fridge. License to Drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Encino Man. Now we're speaking tons language. The guy shared the screen with Pauly Shore. I don't think I ever saw Encino Man. Well, let's stop the show right now and remedy that. Encino Man. Listen, Ton, instead of doing this uh, public radio nonsense that yeah. doesn't make you any money, you should be out there wheezing the juice. Wheezing the juice. Maybe uh, get your grindage on, you know? I'd love to wheeze some juice and get my grindage on. I would love that. Well, as soon as we're done with the show. All right. Normally, I'd say let's blow dodge, but not tonight. Not tonight. Because Richard Masser's on the show. Wow. It's going to be something. He's coming to Crypticon, Minnesota Crypticon. He's going to be there in person. He'll be there. Wow. And that's coming up September 16th through the 18th. Didn't we give away a bunch of tickets for that? Um, Yeah, we can give some more away tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if you want to buy tickets, you could go to CrypticonMinneapolis.com, but you might as well just win them. Just win them from us. Yeah. Why don't you just send us a message? Call or text the five count hotline and... Tell us what you need. 507-519-2030. That's the five-count hotline. Call us now. Isn't that wonderful? Except if you're listening on Saturday night. This is actually in the middle of the week. Call us up. The five-count hotline, 507-519-2030 for tickets to Crypticon in Minneapolis. Yeah, you can call on Saturday, too. Whenever you're listening to this, just uh, give us a call. Try to make it work. Unless the event's over with. Like, if it already happened and you're listening to this late, then don't be a dummy. Ton can't help you. <laughs> well, I mean, you can still call the number. Just don't ask for tickets. Well, you can still ask for tickets. I mean, do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, it's you fine. know, as Ton likes to say, the five count where life begins and love never ends. That's right. It's what I say every week. Wow. Can't believe we're giving away all the secrets. Well, I think these are great words for people out there. Maybe yeah. if they're struggling or, you know, maybe if they suck. Five, <laughs> if they suck. Five, if you suck, 507-519-2030. We've or, got uh, some fun stuff here. Well, 
fun is, I guess, a relative term. Subjective. There are things happening. We'll see how you feel about them afterwards. Yeah. We've got mailbag questions. Got some voicemails. Got other stuff. I don't know. I can't wait. I'm excited. This is going to be great. We have some music. Do we really? Kids like music. We still play music on this show? I thought we'd give it a try. Yeah. There's a lot of shakeup in the Mankato radio scene, you know, like format changes and people coming, people going. Yeah. But you're the you're the constant staple. Nobody plays more hits than Ton. Than me? Really? Yeah. I, I think, think. I think you mean nobody plays more Ween. No, I took a poll down at the mall. People are really big fans of yours. Wow. At the mall? Yeah. Wow. Of course, I told them you were Stunt Monkey. Oh, so they got mixed up. Okay. That's fine. I fudged it a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Wanted us to look good for the for the GM. Well, thanks for that. I don't know what you're even talking about anymore, Tom. Neither do I. Well, then let's just play a song. Sounds good to me.
Hi, this is Lou Graham, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Welcome back, son, to the five count. Yes. There can be only one. That's true. There can be only ton. <laughs> That's it. Boom, we got it. Boom. We're back. Here it is. So good to be back. I can't get that song out of my mind now. Yeah, that happens whenever you listen to this show. It's funny because KMSU has that um, spinatron or whatever they call it. Yeah. Where you're supposed to identify the songs that, like on your car, if people still have radios in their car. Yeah. Half the time, our songs aren't recognized. Yeah. So it's just all like gibberish. I was given a password to go in and fix it, but I thought, you know, I already put the playlists on our website at thefivecount.com. Yeah. Go there. Check so, it out. I'm not going to add a 28th thing to the list of things I need to do every week yeah, for this it's, show. It's a little crazy. What do you want from me, Tom? Yeah. I don't know. That's not a bad idea, though. Ooh. Anyway. Richard Masser is going to be on the show tonight, son. Awesome. You know, the actor, Richard Masser. Yeah, dude. He's one of those guys where you might not recognize the name, but then you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, you see his face and you realize he was in everything. He's in a lot of stuff. Crazy. Should be good. He's coming to Crypticon. Yeah, man. You should go, too, if you want. Crypticon? Think about it. I'll think about it. Tom, did you know that we have a five-count hotline? Yeah, man, 507-519-2030. You can call us up. We will give you free tickets to the Minneapolis Crypticon. But you have to sound like that when you call. That'd be awesome. If hey! You... Just be real belligerent. <laughs> Do I sound belligerent? Um, You sound very um, intimidating, Super I'll say that. Super professional? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Intimidate? Who's intimidated? Well, I just was. Okay. In a in the sense of man, I'll never sound like that. Why bother? <laughs> I should just hang up my headphones. Uh huh. Right. I wish maybe somebody would give me a job. You want to work in radio? If I just talk like that all day, you think somebody would pay me? Ah, uh, they won't pay you much. Not much. I know that. But you can work holidays and weekends. Yeah, and talk like that. Yeah. all day. All day. Yeah. Like literally all day on several stations. I'll just talk like that once a week when I give the the five count hotline number. That's it. Yeah, it might be better I'll for do you. that for free. <laughs> just, you know. From a guy who uh, worked in commercial radio for 15 years or so. Yeah. I can tell you that what I made when I started and what I made when I ended, not as far apart as you'd think. Really? Wow. In case you're wondering... Some of you, why I sound the way I do. Ton wondering why I look the way I do. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with that. Wow. It happens. Sorry about that. I got a message before you started whining. I was going to play it. Okay. Oh. What? Dude, no. I really wish you guys would go back to being live. (laughs) Also, Prey was not my finest moment. Oh, Predator. Dude, Predator! Dust. Predator is back. 
or he never left and we didn't realize he wants us back live again predator that's all we needed son was like should we do the show live and i said no why bother predator's not out here seriously Seriously, dude. And then Ton said, Predator is my cousin. Who cares? Predator's my cousin. Who cares? Dude, Predator's back. Predator's not back. He has been there? I don't even know. I feel so confused and conflicted and so excited at the same time. Predator, man. Hope you're doing well. We missed you, buddy. He sounded pretty good. He sounded like he was a little disappointed with his uh, newest Predator film in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. What is uh, what is that like? Part nine or something? I have no idea. Just wait till you get to. Uh, I, who knows what part this is of the show? <laughs> yeah, just wait, Predator. <laughs> you thought there was a lot of Predator sequels? Yeah. Wait till you start keeping track of this show. <laughs> yeah, you know, Predator really has gone on forever. Starting to look like we might do the same. And it's funny because if you would have stopped after number two, I think it would have just been solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I still think those two are some of the greatest films ever made. Wouldn't you feel foolish, though, if somebody were to say that about our show on the, you know, the day that we finally hit our stride? Yeah. Which will happen. I'm, I'm convinced that it'll happen. Uh-huh. And you'll say, man. I almost gave up on these guys after the first uh, handful, but I'm glad I stuck in there for 28 years. And start, <laughs> finally starting to get good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Possible. I'm going to say yes to you right now. I appreciate that. I got some five-count mailbag questions. All right. Some of them are just weird statements and um, garbled nonsense. But we're not here to judge. No. Here's one from Dave S. Just because I propositioned Dust into a newfound bromance doesn't mean I'm trying to steal him from you, tongue. Intentional spelling. Signed, Dave S. from BEC. What's BEC? Is that the Blue Earth County Jail? Yeah. I'm guessing. Hey, wait, we got another one from Tone Loke. Say hi to Tongue for me. <laughs> Are you going to have Tongue tacos in your food truck? A lot of people are having some fun with Tone's name. You like to see it. Is that it? Is that the end of the message? Uh, I have another one. Oh. Should I keep reading them? If you want. Hi, guys. It's T, Tony Tone. I think it's the same guy. I had a weird dream the other night. I saw this bumper sticker on a car, and it said, I listened to the five count, the one with an O in it. Wow, that was weird. Anyway, just wanted to say that I'm glad you are maintaining the five count archive. You never know when some alien race with a strange sense of humor encounters it and decides to resurrect your dead bodies in the distant future. Hopefully they'll have access to a record of your Patreon fans, too. Love, Tony, Tony, Tone, Loke. 
Yeah, he's talking about the fivecount.com, which was broken and now still is broken, but slowly trying to fix it. It's like slightly less broken. Well, thank you, Tony Tone. Glad um, somebody's excited about something. Yeah, us being resurrected by aliens. That sounds like great. I would love that to happen. Tone's and I, legacy. Yeah, I completely don't mind the the name botching. It's all in good fun. If you wanted a tongue taco, I mean, I guess we could do it. I know where we could get some beef tongue, and uh, we could just grind it up like anything else. Grind it. Grind it into a burger. Tongue burger. Wow. This is a new food truck option. I'm sure that'll take off something fierce. Yeah. Going to Hickey Town. That's what we'll call our food truck, Hickey Town. Tongue burgers. Boom. It's all coming together, dust. Those things are going to sell like some kind of uh, warmed up pancakes. Yes. You're absolutely correct. And what was the first guy's name? Sorry, that's trying to get your love. Dave. Dave. Dave S. Dave S. Buddy, you know what? I appreciate you clarifying that. Honestly, I do. Because I always feel so threatened that everybody's trying to take my dust from me and replace me. But it's like you're just looking for like a weekend fling or like what kind of commitment are you looking for with, with dust here? I mean... You can, I'm open to the, those types of activities. A bromance. A bromance. Full on. It's like a romance between two brothers. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Which I feel like is against the law. You're open to romantically get involved with any broskies that you come across. I mean, it's, I'm open to it. You're welcome to it. Thank you. I'm not trying to Thank hold you. you back, Dust. You know? I'll keep that in my back pocket. Yeah okay you know what ton tony tone loke helped us out with our patreon donation did he really we're getting pretty close to that threshold where the fans are going to demand that we do a bonus episode every month oh my gosh you think we'll hit it i don't know i'm gonna say not but we probably won't but tony tone you do definitely deserve a godzilla so i think we're gonna give that to you we're going to give you the Godzilla. For the five count at the movies? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to watch a Godzilla movie. Let's do the Godzilla just for Tony Tone. Can't tell you which one because who knows? There's like 97 of them, but Dust, we'll just pick one. Let me just tell you how close we are right now. That is the exact number that went into my head before you said it. I feel a 97 Godzilla. Tongue taco bromance. It's 100%. Brewing. I swear to you. Well, as I always say, Ton, today is a good day for a good day. For a good day. You know what else I always say? I always like to say that it's okay to challenge people intellectually because this is a campus station. (laughs) But you should never fall back on sophomoric humor just because you can't think of anything better to say. Oh, wow. I like to say that, too. You like to say that? The GM used to like to say that to us. Does. Maybe that's where I heard it. Yeah, calm down with that business. You didn't Jeez. think I could recite that. You did verbatim. Per- I know that you recite so much things verbatim, it's ridiculous. You picked the wrong night to be funny. Yes. Yes, dude. These are all real things that were said to us. Real things. It's like how is there even how is there even a special night that you're supposed to be funny? How are we on the wrong one? Do you think tonight might be the right night to be funny? Yes. I wish you'd have said something sooner. Every night. Show's half over now. 
Hey, we still have got an exclusive interview with Richard Masser. Awesome. He's one of my favorites. He's a good guy. I remember going to see License to Drive at the drive-in when I was a kid. That's cool. I think I told you that story. Yeah. And I went, left the car and went to the concession stand to use the bathroom and then came out the wrong door and was greeted by a humongous billboard-sized uh, scene that a six-year-old child should not have seen. <laughs> yes. That's where it all started. But the love never where, ended. Where what started? <laughs> your, what? your whole life does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that. It's uh-huh. all thanks to Richard Masser. Yes. And my, my poor uh, sense of direction coming <laughs> out of the bathroom. <laughs> That's why he became an Eagle Scout. Let's hear from Richard Masser. This is his second time on the show. Big doings, Doug. Awesome. We're on the phone with the one and only Richard Masser. You remember him from movies like My Girl, It, The Thing, Mr. Boogity, License to Drive, so many films over the years. And he's coming to Crypticon in Minnesota here September 16th through the 18th. Mr. Masser, how you doing today? Hi, Dustin. I'm okay. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay, great. Well, first of all, you are coming to Crypticon in Minnesota here, September 16th through the 18th. And I know a lot of folks are excited for the event and excited to meet you. Are you looking forward to coming to Minnesota? Yeah, I've, I've been there a few times. I, I think it's one of the prettiest places in the world. And um, uh, this is a good time to be there so I don't have to bring all my winter clothes. So it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is your first time at a convention like this in Minnesota. Do you do a lot of conventions like this in other states? Well, I've done several in different places, but uh, I'm not exactly, you know, one of the people who's been out on the circuit for years. I've, you know, on and off, I've done them here and there. I'm doing a few more this year because of circumstances, but I'm very happy to be coming there. Excellent. Yeah, you've got a unique career where you've been in a lot of iconic horror films, but a lot of people know you from other, you know, comedic, dramatic roles. So you're kind of able to uh, to ride both sides of the fence, I guess, when it comes to conventions like this. Yeah. Well, I uh, it, it took me a while to figure out, um, you know, what to what to bring and and uh, what to be prepared for, and and what I realized was it didn't matter whether I was at a horror convention or a more general purpose convention, um, uh, what I'd get is uh, people who'd see that I was coming would come and talk, you know, they'd bring me things or talk to me about all, you know, huge range of things. So I started trying to bring as much stuff as I could that would cover the waterfront, so to speak. So, People wouldn't go away empty-handed, and uh, though a lot of people do bring me stuff that they they'd like to have me sign or uh, just take a picture, or whatever. But uh, I've I've had a really, really good and interesting time. Uh, so many people that I've met at these uh, at these conventions have been so nice and and thoughtful and uh, and really uh, genuinely. Uh, happy to have me there, and I'm very happy to see them too. So that was a surprise to me. I'm kind of a shy guy by nature, so it's been it's been nice to get out and about and see more people who uh, who've been watching all these years. You know, I've been doing this for almost 50 years now, so <laughs> it's a lot of people. <laughs> 
Yeah, and your IMDb page goes on for miles. What are some of the roles yeah. you're you're surprised that people bring up to you at these conventions? Uh, you know what I I used. It's not so much surprised anymore. I'm just uh, um, I'm just delighted when they when they pick out something that uh, no one else has asked about in a while or ever. Um, you know, like I I had this I I did this little. Um, it was a pilot for a for an anthology horror series that was going to be on. Uh, it, it, it was we did it at Universal, and I I don't remember what what network it was going to be for, but it was a two hour pilot for an what was going to be an hour anthology uh, series, and and there were four half hour segments, you know. So it's structured like a you know a, a two hour TV the uh, movie and. Um, and I was in one of them with a wonderful actress named Veronica Cartwright, and uh, the 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 piece was called Nightmares, and uh, it ended up uh, like I said we were at Universal and they had they had done a film I think it was the Twilight Zone movie actually that that was not released on its it wasn't ready to be released because they had that horrible accident if i'm remembering correctly sure. it was the twilight zone um uh, which was also wa- wildly an anthology um piece uh feature though and um uh and what happened was that they they had nothing to send to the different distributors when they were supposed to be delivering the twilight zone and they had this piece nightmares uh, you know that they I had done some testing on, and I think it got already decided not to go ahead with as a series, but they just threw this out there with no ads or anything really, and just stuck it in the theaters. And so a lot of people got to see it as a feature, which was weird because it was made as a pilot for a TV series, but uh, it happens once in a while. And that one is really, it was only out there a short time. I don't know that they ever released it, in video, I, I, they probably did, but I don't. I didn't remember that. And so, when someone comes up to me with something having to do with nightmares, I'm always like, "Whoa! How did you know about this?" <laughs> so that's one of them. But there are others too. Excellent. And again, uh, Richard Masser will be coming to Crypticon in Minnesota, September 16th through the 18th. And uh, some of my favorites, the ones that meant a lot to me growing up were Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about uh, your memories of making those? Well, that's a perfect example um, because um, I, when I first started, went out uh, doing these, uh, mostly what I was doing was conventions with other guys from The Thing, uh, the movie The Thing. And, uh, and so I was expecting people to come and talk to me about The Thing or maybe it, you know, uh, the original uh, miniseries uh, that we did, uh, uh, you know, was a great cast, a great group of people. And it was really good, too. And a lot of people, it's really stuck in their minds. And then people would come up to me and say, I first saw Mr. Boogity when I was a kid, and then we recorded it, and my brothers and I, and I can't tell you, this happened several times. They would say, my brothers and I watched this VHS tape that we recorded off the air, maybe the, next, the second time it ran. 
and and uh, and we watched that tape over and over every <laughs> Halloween. And then when the uh, um, uh, um, uh, eventually, uh, what happened was we got older. We had kids of our own, and we would all get together and we would do the same thing with our kids. And uh, and now they're getting they're not they haven't had kids yet, but they're getting to be of an age where they're not watching it so much. But but we've worn the tape out. It's just you can't even see it anymore. And, <laughs> and we we have these really old machines we watch on. And they would say to me, and I'm I'm not kidding when I told you I, I've heard the exact same story several times. And and they would say, how how can we get a hold of a good copy of this? And I would go, I have no idea. As far as I know, Disney's never released this, and I don't know why they didn't put it out on uh, on VHS, let alone on DVD. By this time, I'm having these conversations, and lo and be and I said to them, write to Disney and say, why aren't you? Could you please release Mr. Boogity? Because that's the one they would talk to me about mostly was Mr. Boogity. And because uh, they would conflate the two, you know, um, uh, sure. we did a sequel. But anyway, so that's what happened. And one day somebody came up to me with a, a, a what looked like a, a, you know, a professionally made DVD. I'd seen some of these that were just crap that people had bought off of the, uh, the Internet, you know, that were DVDs made from old VHSs. They were horrible looking. And and uh, I said, where'd you get this? And he told me and then. I said, wow. And then uh, about a year later, somebody said to me, oh, no, you can get it on Amazon now. Uh, it's streaming on Amazon, and I think Bride of Boogity is going to come out soon. And then when when Disney uh, Plus, you know, when when that started, well, they, they it's, it's available there all the time. So there's a whole, there are two additional generations of people watching this goofy little movie that we made. Um, I'm not answering your question about telling you stories <laughs> about the making of it, but I'm happy to go back and do that now if you want. Yeah, that's. Uh, I have a similar story. Remember taping it off of, I think it was Disney Sunday Night Movie, you know, something like that, and, right. and, and watching that's it forever. Exactly right. and, and now my, my son watches it as well. It's uh, As you mentioned, it's uh, definitely been around on everyone's playlist here for uh, at least 30 years or so. Oh, more, more. And you know what? Um, um, it's, uh, it's the kind of thing we made. Here's the story of how it got made. When, when, when Michael Eisner became the, the head of the Disney Corporation, he was a huge fan of the Disney, uh, uh, Walt Disney Presents, which was the original name of the show. And then, and then uh, um, it became, it uh, had different names and eventually became the Disney Sunday Night Movie. And uh, he loved that, and and uh, he wanted to uh, get that going again. And Walt Disney would introduce every show. And Walt Disney was a particularly charming kind of older guy with a mustache, and everybody you know really liked him, even though he had some um, sort of uh, political issues that uh, other some people don't. Uh, aren't happy about. But anyway, the thing is that uh, Disney um, uh, uh, would introduce each of these shows. And so uh, Michael decided he was going to do that. He would be the voice of the Sunday night movie. So he was really excited about this. And one of the first things he commissioned was this goofy little story about a family 
and the father is a you know runs a joke shop and he's just moved to a new town to open this uh, joke shop and 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 they move into this big old creepy looking house which everybody in town thinks is haunted and he thinks that's funny and and um and he moves in there with his three kids and his wife and sure enough it's haunted and um and so it's a comedy horror show about uh, you know for for kids and and families would watch this together initially and you know it was it was tailored to a really young audience um you know so there was some scary stuff but not crazy you know not really scary scary um though it was scary enough for little kids i guess and um and then uh, eisner liked it so much after we did it he immediately commissioned a sequel which took a couple of years before we got it made and that was the bride of boogity and that was a special two-hour special uh, uh so and i think we had burned up the franchise at that point you know there was just no way to make another one but um, there were some great people in it. Mimi Kennedy was in it. Uh, um, uh, 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 Christy uh, uh, Swanson, who was the original Buffy and Buffy the, in the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, she was. It was one of her early things that she did. And uh, um, uh, John Aston was in it. Who was Sean Aston's dad? You know. Uh, uh, Sam Gamgee from uh, the the Lord Lord of the Rings trilogy and um, anyway, um, so that's that's the story. Um, uh, it was a it was a big hit and uh, and uh, Eisner was thrilled with it. Well, now with the Disney Plus and you know nostalgia for that time period, is that an all time high? Could you pull some strings? Maybe get the Davis family back together for the for the third installment. You think? Um, I that that would not be up to me. Um, and <laughs> and the 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 Davis children now would be old enough almost to have grandchildren. So I'm not sure how that would work. But uh, it's a it's a sweet thought, and uh, maybe someone listening will uh, take you up on it. Well, Richard, uh, what are you working on now? Do you have any films or any shows in the works that we should be looking out for? Yeah, I have a piece that's coming out. Well, it's not my piece, but I'm in it. Uh, it's coming out on uh, um, on Netflix. I'm not sure exactly when they're going to drop it, but it's a really interesting. Uh, it's a it's an eight part uh, miniseries called Jigsaw. And it stars Giancarlo Esposito, who's just a great actor. He's done so much wonderful work and a lot of other really good people in it. But but he's the lead. And uh, here's here's I, this is all I can tell you because really this is all I know. There are eight parts. Seven of them will drop all at once, the way Netflix does this. You know, they drop them all, um, uh, and you can binge them. And they're not numbered, though. You know, and mostly when things drop, they're numbered, and you watch them in order. Um, but there is no order. They're color-coded. You know, there's the red episode, the green episode, the blue, the yellow, the white, the black, you know, whatever. And there are seven of them. And and um, you can watch all seven in any order that you choose, but you can't see the eighth episode until you've watched the other seven. And, um, and, you know, and, and Netflix will 
track your account that way to see if you've if if you've watched them all. And only after you've watched the other seven will it allow you to watch the eighth. And the eighth episode is the one that pulls it all together, and that's why it's called Jigsaw. It's like a jigsaw puzzle, and you don't know what the picture is until you finish it. Wow. And I, it's just I have no idea what it's about because I was in one of these episodes. Uh, I think Giancarlo and the director and the producer are the only people who, and I guess the crew, are the only people who really know what it's about. Because I don't know how many actors even went through all the episodes to be able to know what it's all about. So anyway, Jigsaw. Yeah, that is awesome. It really seems like with the technology available now and all the streaming capabilities, it's kind of like a, a renaissance for, for filmmakers, uh, definitely an exciting time to come up with these kind of ideas. Yeah. And, and there are a lot, there are all kinds of just wonderful people, uh, um, doing, doing this, uh, this work on, uh, on, uh, you know, on streaming services, but, but everything's a streaming service now. I mean, you know, all the, all the studios have their own services. Uh, most of the networks have their own services, and and then, you know, and and they're making, you know, they're making product for broadcast uh, the broadcast uh, uh, and, uh, networks and stuff. However, they're still uh, like HBO will release stuff on HBO, but they also, um, you know, have HBO Max, and uh, they'll stream it right after the first airing on uh on um on on the network so uh there's so much really really high quality stuff with great people working on it it's it's a it's a really good time to be a viewer definitely and again uh, you're going to be coming to crypticon in minnesota september 16th through the 18th uh you mentioned jigsaw yep. is there anything else maybe uh, you want to mention before i let you go no, that's that. That's about it. I, you know, I have I've always got I've always got stuff going on, but that's the only one that I'm I'm uh, okay to talk about right now. Well, I'm uh, definitely looking forward to meeting you here at Crypticon, and as I mentioned, uh, the Boogity films and the first film I remember seeing as a kid in the drive-in, actually, um, Licensed to Drive. So I've been a big fan of yours right. for a long, long time. Yeah, that's another one. That's uh, I I got I can tell how old people are by the ones they come up and talk to me about. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a whole layer of risky business people. There's a layer of license to drive people. There's a layer of my girl people, and then Mr. Boogity, which spans everybody. You know, uh, and and the thing also spans pretty much everybody. And uh, and I'm always startled by how many really really young people are into the thing and, and, uh, and it, uh, you know, the original, uh, miniseries we did. Um, and there, you know, there are a whole bunch of people from that show that are gone. Same thing with thing, the thing, you know, there are only, there are only about six or so of us left. Um, um, it's maybe seven, I guess, but, uh, yeah, you know, as time goes on, we thin out. Um, so, Come and come and get us while we're there. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Again, it's been an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I'm I'm looking forward to meeting you. Uh, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to be coming to uh, to Minneapolis. All right. Thank you so much, Richard. Okay. Take care. And again, that was the one and only Richard Masser, and you'll have a chance to meet him at Crypticon in Minnesota. Here, it's coming up September 16th through the 18th. 
Get your tickets now at CrypticonMinneapolis.com. Right. 
Hey, this is Richard Masser. You're listening to The Five Count. Never cover that mess. Let's go. 
And we're back. Here it is. Ooh. It's the five count. <laughs> so good. So good. Glad you could join us. That was Richard Masser. Awesome. He got out of my dreams and got into my car and yeah, then got onto the show also. <laughs> right onto this program. He's coming to Crypticon. I might go and say, hey, maybe get my picture taken with him. Yeah, it's a good idea. Post it on Facebook. People love that. Make all your aunts jealous. You probably would get jealous. All right, I'll do it. Ton, I got a mailbag question from Billy Floyd Shouts. Do you really? It it comes with a picture. I think you need to see the picture. I do. The question is, well, listeners, you won't be able to see the picture, so this will be good for you. It's 1991, and you're in charge of WWF budget cuts. That's the World Wrestling Federation, not the pandas. Yeah, okay. Which four stay and which four do you wish well in their future endeavors? Okay, and there's the eight pictures of former wrestlers. Do you want me to name them off to you? Sure. Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Okay. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, King Haku. Greg the Hammer Valentine. The British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. The Native American, Tatanka. The Big Boss Man. And Brutus the Barber Beefcake. What year is it again? 1991. You got to cut four of those guys. I know it's going to be tough for you. Man. Also, most of these guys are dead in real life. Yeah. Sorry. So it won't hurt anybody's feelings. If you cut the dead guys, they'll never find out. Yeah. Okay. Um, 1991. Snook is gone. Oh. King Haku is gone. Okay. Um, Tatanka? I think Tatanka's probably gone. Buffalo? Bridge, and then, British and, Bulldog? No, he stays on. Okay. Hammer's gone. Greg the Hammer Valentine? I think so, maybe. Ouch. I know. I think I would keep him. You got to keep Brutus. Well, he's your favorite. You have to keep Brutus. Because you're always cutting in a strutting. Piper is crazy, but he's got a magnetism, so you're keeping that around. You're gonna you gotta work with that. Like Magneto? Yeah, sort of like that. Just kidding. He's you know what I'm saying. He's got a, a, a huge personality. That's awesome. You gotta keep him around. Have you ever taken a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia? I haven't. Oh. But boss man. If you ever do, though, you better see the signs and respect the law and order. Yes. You can't deny the boss man. You know what I'm saying? He's good. Boss man's great, really. Ton wants four Brutus beefcakes. <laughs> well, in that time period, beefcake he was... Cut the other seven was like hot you know what i'm saying he wants a barber he wants a booty man he wants a zodiac and he just wants regular beefcake with the cool bow tie yeah 
Yep. Dream Team Beefcake. Yes. That'd work great. That's my entire roster. You know what always disappointed me, though? It's not me, is it? No. I was always kind of disappointed that the model, Rick Martell, didn't go further somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like a tag team with the model and Brutus. Seems like that'd be a hot combo. I would have really done something. Something like that. Or maybe even a feud between the two. You know what I'm saying? That would have been something, I feel like. But I don't know why nobody liked... I mean, did you like the model? Of course. I loved it. He was was gorgeous. Yeah, he's gorgeous. He He was like the you of professional wrestling. He had that tank. It's like that perfume tank, but it's really like that smoke tank for bees. But, you know, but it's like... (laughs) huge so he could spray arrogance yeah and didn't he also have the little like a bow tie thing or something yeah yeah spray the arrogance all around Mm. so your answer to that question is cut all eight of floyd shout's choices and just add rick the model martell (laughs) well you keep brutus keep beefcake put the model in there after we leave Cobb county georgia we can swing by Cocoa beach florida that's what i'm saying Put in model Rick Martell, keep <laughs> keep Brutus, and then the boss man and Piper. Those are my four. Not bad. Todd, I got a question for you All also. Right. Another right. one still. A lot of questions. I'm a very quizzical dude. Nice. How do you think uh, things were panning out for you, you know, back in the day? Amazing, but how far back in the day? Ah, I'd say 10 years, give or take. Probably really good. Well, we could find out because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Really? I wouldn't lie to you, Ton. Not about something like this. September 8th, 2012. It's me and you, buddy. Another rip roaring edition. Oh, yeah. Uh, It says here during the show, we threatened southern Minnesota with noogies. (laughs) Uh, We hung up on my brother. That sounds funny. Chatted with Ton's new mail-order husband. What? (laughs) I don't remember this. How did that pan out? I don't know. Not well, I guess, if you don't even remember him. I don't even remember him. Must have been a tax write-off or something. Yeah, yeah. And we gave away tickets to see Metric and the Silver Sun Pickups. Ton got a nosebleed. I remember that. All the rocking. I don't know why we gave away tickets to those two bands, but we did 10 years ago. We got those tickets somehow. Were you somebody who uh, maybe won some tickets and went to that show? If you are, why don't you give us a call? Yeah, give us a call. Let us know. Finally, appropriately... Thank us, you ingrates. <laughs> yeah. You could join us on Patreon. If everyone who we gave away free tickets to joined us on Patreon, we could probably be in the black on this wow. program. Really? Could you imagine? How I many can... How many tickets have we given away over the last 18 years? Quite a few. Quite a lot. Tens of thousands of dollars worth? Probably. What have we gotten in return? Grief? <laughs> Maybe. Can't pay the bills with your guff. Yeah. Southern Minnesota. Other jerks. Well, just uh, keeping it in the past, I think that sounded like a great show. Yeah, it was probably pretty good. 
I would say go to the five count.com and listen to it, but you can't because it's broken. Still broken, 100%. I'm working my way back, Tom. Okay, yeah. I got to do 800 damn shows one at a time. I hear you. It's okay. Do you understand how tedious and ridiculous and probably uh, unnecessary that is? Yes. Do you think anyone would go back and listen to that show? Probably not. Do you think anyone listened to it at the time it happened? Mm, Maybe. (laughs) Yes. Predator was probably there. Oh, yeah. Well, Tom, that was 10 years ago. It's probably pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. Could be worse, probably. It definitely could be worse. At least we let them rockers cook. (laughs) Or at least I imagine we did. You hey. know what? How you doing? This uh, this song here, this music, it's <clears throat> it's not at all part of it, but it reminds me of this movie I just watched recently, The Bodyguard. Have you seen that movie with Whitney Houston? Yes. No. I just watched it. I hope that you had watched it so we could talk about it. The Bodyguard. I didn't know. Gosh, I remember when I was younger and I liked that movie. I thought it was a good movie. I liked Whitney Houston. I liked the whole deal. Whitney Houston is a giant star called Rachel Marin in the show, in the movie. Okay. And uh, there's death threats. There's someone after her trying to kill her. So she needs this bodyguard and Kevin Costner is the man. It sounds like Sister Act. You sure you're not thinking of Sister Act? Yeah, I'm not thinking of Sister Act. It's the bodyguard. Hmm. And then they fall in love somehow in in between all this. The nuns? No, the bodyguard and and Whitney. Oh, right, right. That sounds great. Can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Except they don't. It's not a happily ever after type story. That that doesn't come because she died. No, she didn't die. No, no, she's dead. Why are you trying to give away the whole plot? I'm saying Whitney Houston is definitely dead. Well, she's dead now, but she didn't die in the movie. Oh, spoiler alert. Thanks a lot. Why bother watching it now? But it made me like just fondly remember Whitney Houston, you know, when she was like America's little sweetheart and just awesome and really good. And then she got with some lame dude and Bobby Brown. I thought you loved Bobby Brown. I mean, I do in a way, but hey, I'm Tom, saying, it's your prerogative. It seems like just bad things happened you know and then she got on the drugs and she was kind of abused and i just can't believe it happened to whitney you know like whitney whitney was just so good yeah she's so awesome well at least we've still got each other and john from new Ulm. so beautiful whitney wow listen to this i got a message to sir dustin and the ton wow i did see new elvis movie oh man good he thought it was good? Might watch it again. What? Very sure Justin and his mom would have liked it. Oh. Last five or ten minutes was the real Elvis. I am the real John. <laughs> yes. P.S. Lamplighter in town had a fire. Oh, man. A lot of smoke damage. Really? Also, kind of forgot Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Chuck Norris, in Expendables Part 2. Yeah. Is the bad guy Van Damme? Watched some of it at Dad's. Love John in New Ulm. He also sent a picture of a macaroni and cheese man. I believe the bad guy is Van Dam. 
macaroni and cheese man yeah wow there you go oh mac and cheese guy thanks john hey i do want to see that elvis film i still do i like elvis let's go right now dude i i ran into some people that i know from church here at aldi the other night and we had this huge conversation about elvis it was great would you like to hear some elvis yeah i got a rock block of elvis right now if you can believe it love this idea Single drop of the sea 
Ось служив же я у пана, хай на друге літо, на літо. Заслужив же я у пана качечку за літо. А та качка, 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 а та качуба, качка по садочку ходить, та й ходить. Курчаточок ходить, та й ходить. Ось служив же я у пана, та й на третє літо, на літо. Заслужив же я у пана гусочку за літо. А та гуся, суся, суся, а та качка, 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 а та кака, чуба, кака, по садочку ходить, та й ходить. Курчаточок ходить, та й ходить. Ось служив же я у пана на четверте літо, на літо. Заслужив же я у пана індюка за літо. А той індюк-дюк-дюк-дюк, а та гуся-суся-суся, а та качка-качка-качка, а та кака-чуба-кака, по садочку ходить, та й ходить, курчаточок водить, та й водить. Ось служив же я у пана, та й на п'яте літо, та літо, заслужив же я у пана барана за літо. А той баран, бе-бе-бе-бе, а той дю-дю-дю-дю-дю, а та гуся-суся-суся, а та качка-качка-качка, а та кака-чуба-чука, по садочку ходить, та й ходить, курчаточок водить, та й водить. Ось служив же я у пана, та й на шосте літо, та літо, заслужив же я у пана телятко за літо. А то теля ме-ме-ме-ме, а той баран бе-бе-бе-бе, а той тюк-дюк-дюк-дюк-дюк, а та гуся-суся-суся, а та качка-качка-качка, а та кака-чуба-кака, по садочку ходить, та й ходить, курчаточок водить, та й водить. Ось служив же я у пана, та й на сьоме літо, та літо, заслужив же я у пана. Дівчину за літо, а то дівча напилося, впало з печі, обилося, а то теля ме-ме-ме-ме, а то й баран бе-бе-бе-бе, а то й тюк-дюк-дюк-дюк-дюк, а та гуся-суся-суся, а та качка-ка-ка-ка, а та кака-чуба-ка-ка, по садочку ходить, та й ходить, курчаточок водить, та й водить.
Hi, I'm Lakeside Captain Mark Wood. Whenever I'm in Minnesota, I always listen to the five count. You should too. Coochie coochie. Coochie coochie dust. It's the five count. Man, what a song. What a time. It's going to be a great year. Yeah, it really is. We had Richard Masser on the show. Gave away some tickets to Crypticon where you could meet Richard Masser. And Linnea Quigley. And Tom Arnold. And Ton maybe. Maybe. JK, Ton can't leave his house unless it's for church or work. You know, when you say that, it's like I want to laugh, but actually it's kind of true. It's kind of all I do is go to work, church, and grocery stores. Sorry. That's weird. 
Hey, you know what, though, Ton? You could always uh, have a fun time online by going to thefivecount.com. Yes. Uh, as we mentioned several times, wind even. The site was broken, and now it's slowly being fixed. Uh, if you want to listen to the, some shows from like the past two and a half years, by all means. If you want to go any further back than that, you're just going to have to wait. S- just check back and refresh every couple minutes, and eventually yeah, your favorite show will be back. Yeah. Check it out again. Or you could just go to Patreon and join us on Patreon. If you love what Ton does, why not support him? What's your <laughs> you problem? Can. You can. You can try. Just give us some money, and we'll give you so much fun stuff in return. <laughs> Way more stuff than the money that you give us. It's a dollar. It's basically free. And you get bombarded with just all sorts of high-quality entertainment. High-quality. Yeah. I mean, it's not that high it's it, it's good it's good distance it's good quality good quality it's good quality stuff and if you want to join me at church come to hilltop united methodist church in mankato i'm there usually wednesdays and sundays I'm sure a lot of people will take you up on this come on over well high five and if you've got any energy left after a slapping ton around you could go to Lori dawn ceramics and buy some ceramics you could do that could be something fun for the kitties. I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure there's plenty. Plenty of fun stuff there for the kids. And for all you children, young adults, adolescents, whatever it is. None of those age groups are out there listening. Well, if you are listening or your parents are and you've gone back to school, you know, I wish you well. I wish you good luck. I wish you safe travels. I wish you wonderful times. Can I wish them that too, or is this just... I mean, you can. Okay. You just have to say it. You know, like I always say, today is a good day for a good day. Yes. Always saying that. I think we're done. We're done. The show's over. We're done. It's been pretty good. It's been really good. Appreciate you. I feel great about this. I feel good about being here with you, Dust, and just everything that's happened so far. And thank you so much. What are we gonna do now? We're gonna watch Godzilla, dude. Oh yeah! If you join us on Patreon later this month, you could watch Godzilla with us. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater, but better. I think. But it's Godzilla, dude. Yes. Also, listen to this, Ton. You get early access to stuff, but also on Friday, yesterday, if you're hearing this on KMSU, we uploaded an old episode of The Curfew on our Patreon page. Yes. You longtime listeners will appreciate that. There's got to be a couple of you out there. Yeah, man, that's serious. Curfew was an amazing show for its time. Ton, you are an amazing something for your time, Mm. too. Also. Okay, I guess I'll say thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it, Dust. You're a good man. I don't know what to say. This has been The Five Count. Thank you so much. 
we'll, say goodbye. Uh, That's what we yeah, should do. We'll, we'll see you on the next one. So long. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over. <laughs>